I'm just gonna bring it up. The only way to do that voice is if you do the eyebrows. Ah, garbage day. Ah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Christmas spirit. Merry Christmas. I got the playlist going. That's how you know I'm really trying to get into the Christmas spirit. Is I made a Christmas playlist. A lot of sad Christmas songs. Uh, keep it real. <laughs> just all the brightest Christmas album put together. No, nah, because he just sings the classics. You need stuff that's sadder. You can only go. Blue Christmas is the only sad song on there. Really. <laughs> VHS Cult. Yeah, this is the VHS Cult. I'm Kyle Utide. All I want for Christmas is a big booty hoe. Hello. I'm I'm Sean, and all I want for Christmas is a red Christmas. The Christmas will run. The streets will run red with Christmas blood. You know, um, the mythological wild hunt, how it might have something to do with Odin or Wotan, who used to fly around and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. party hard around the, the Yule tide, around the Yule. Yeah, sometimes he'd give out presents, but sometimes it was just him and his men on a wild, a wild ass hunt. Well, having a wild ass time, I think is what you mean. Yeah, that's, yeah I, know you're, I know the mythological. Uh, that's that a big booty wild hunt. After <laughs> those big booty hoes, a big booty, a big booty ho ho ho. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't have to be a big booty. I'm a, I'm uh, I love booty. I love booty of all kinds: small booties, medium booties, big booties, round booties. Uh, just a nice shapely booty attached to a nice, uh, powerful um human being. So it's just a boot. It's a booty wild hunt, not necessarily a big booty wild hunt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wild yeah. booty. Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> not wild booty. That's me, man. It's me and Odin. We're up there. Uh, that reminds me, my uh, my daughter uh, in Zelda, she named her horse uh, Black Booty. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's uh, um, anytime I play a game where you can name your horse, I always name it Thugnificent. <laughs> Any particular reason? Nah, I just like that name. <laughs> Thugnificent. That's just like how I like to think of myself. Magnificent, <laughs> personified as a horse, a big powerful horse, a big powerful muscular horse, muscular horse with big testicles, <laughs> a flowing mane of hair. We are the creatures at the bottom. New Viagra Boys album coming out. It's going to be good. January seventh. Keep your uh, eyes peeled for it. You can't say it's going to be good until it's actually out. You know, you don't. don't uh, oh, don't yeah. make, make promises you can't keep. Well, I mean, the that's two like s- saying this this podcast is going to be a success next year. Uh, you're not going to hear us complaining about our jobs anymore because I'm not going to have a real job. I'm going to make one of this podcast. That's would be podcasting boys. People talk shit about us on Twitter. That's how you know you've arrived. Ah, someday, someday. I can't wait to be accused of anti-Semitism and homophobia. <laughs> uh, well, certainly ah, anti-Semitism. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because they'll be like, we listened to your episode about Once Upon a Time in New York, and you said Jews instead of Jewish people. Nah, whatever. That's like <laughs> that's nothing. That's anti-Semitism. <laughs> that's anti-Semitism on the internet for sure. <laughs> You're just being one of those old men. I can't say anything anymore. Ah, oh, damn kids, <laughs> their feelings. God damn it. <laughs> damn kids. And that is how I feel when I get on Twitter a lot of the time. Honestly, <laughs> all these damn kids. Speaking of being an old man, do you see uh, the man called Stink is back in wrestling? Oh, I did. I mean, I don't really I, like it crossed my radar, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. Yeah, it crossed my radar, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought he, I thought he, when he was last time in WWE, Seth Rollins killed him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, didn't someone end his career? Yeah. <laughs> so I watched the clip of it, and I was like, "Man, these motherfuckers got in the ring." Taz, Arn Anderson, Sting. I was like, this is WCW Nitro all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so when Sting came out, the crowd went crazy, which I can understand. Like, if I was there, I'd straight up pop too, right? Because you'd be like, what the fuck, Sting? But then you spend 30 seconds to think about it, and you're like, what is this fucking old man going to do? <laughs> he's going to point his bat at some people, but with both hands this time. I'm not sure you're going to hold it up with one hand anymore. I legit thought Seth Rollins like broke his neck, like he couldn't wrestle anymore. Plus, he's like fucking sixty, right? He's gotta be old as shit. I man, I don't know what AEW's up to, but I don't like it. It smells like old. It smells like old in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I haven't been keeping. Well, I mean, with the long. rotting corpse that is WWE, they can pretty much do whatever they want. That's true. And then they do do they do the thing where like they, they do do, huh? <laughs> they do do. I mean, there's a lot of do do in the ring from those old men. <laughs> But uh, they do that thing where, like, at least they acknowledge that wrestling history exists and that there's uh, ever been other wrestling promotions and shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, w- I mean, WWE, WWE. kind of did that with Ric Flair, like, when uh, a little bit. But that's the yeah. only person that ever got that treatment. Yeah, but, like, the last 15 years or so, WWE straight up pretends that, like, the only wrestling that exists is WWE. And, like, they have, like, they can't, the commentators can't call certain moves certain things and shit. He's fu- fucking Vince McMahon is crazy is what it is. <laughs> crazy person I'm down there making XFL <laughs> ah lordy lordy lord I was planning on having us do another um retro WWF um special for Christmas time like we do uh, oh like a Royal Rumble yeah but then I was like man it's such a hassle because you have to like get the network for like just to do it, you know, because it's so hard to find pirated versions of the old pay-per-views now. So I was like, nah, <laughs> we'll just wait until WrestleMania and do a, 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 a non-retro WrestleMania <laughs> episode and we'll just clown on it hard because WrestleMania, oh my god. Oh my uh, god. It'll just be my big me going like, who's this guy? Oh wait, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these kids? Damn uh-huh. kids. Michael Cole still commentating. Good lord! <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. They don't have anyone else. No, oh, so he's he was insufferable when I was a child. Yeah, I'm the, I guess AEW's got that going for it because it is uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> they they got Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> they got Taz on there. They got uh, uh, Taz ex- isn't very good though. Excalibur. I don't like Taz either. I think Taz is pretty funny, like not on purpose, but he just says stupid. No, shit. Like, yeah, he <laughs> says stupid shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. That's good shit. <laughs> Jim Ross is of the three you just mentioned. Jim Ross is the one I actually like. Tony Schiavone is interesting, but not like he's nobody's a Bobby Heenan character. Yeah, I mean Jr. is like that's the king of commentary, pretty much. 
I think. Obviously, Heenan, Girl Monsoon, the old school guys are like <clears throat> cool for who they are, but like as actual like, commentary, it's JR. And that one dude um, who was on WCW, but they'd only bring him in to do commentary for Japanese or uh, luchador matches because he's the only one who knew about it. What's his name? The littler guy that he would do backstage interviews and he'd get pulled out on commentary to explain. Oh, I don't remember now. Luchador to um, Tony Giovanni and Larry Zabisco. Yeah, because <laughs> obviously they're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Got some Japanese women in here wrestling. What is this shit? <laughs> Why has everybody got a mask on? <clears throat> yeah. So that guy was cool. But this isn't a wrestling podcast as much as the audience would like it to be. <laughs> <laughs> the only comments we ever got back is this should be a wrestling podcast. Why don't you guys talk about wrestling more? Well, I am. I'm going pro. I'm going to sign up for the Performance Center now that I'm getting back in shape. I'm going to be a Christmas theme character. That's why I'm Kyle Yuletide. <laughs> I'm going to be like another uh, Mankind knockoff. They don't got enough of those yet. I don't think they have any of them. There's that one. The fucking Wyatt dude is absolutely a Mankind knockoff. Uh, I, he's like inspired by the concept of being able to get a character like that over, but it's not anything like Mankind. Because there's like a line of succession where it's like the Undertaker is able to get over, so Mankind is able to exist. Mankind got over, so now Bray Wyatt's able to exist. The theme, but it's not exactly the same uh, angle, I don't think. Close enough for me. Yeah, you, you're unable to separate concept from... <laughs> I am too. <laughs> well, speaking of um, copying... Not when it's as thin as wrestling. Uh, yeah, wrestling, it, there is pretty thin division between angles. Because it's uh, oh, fucking Hulk Hogan copied uh, what that one dude was. Uh, superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, Billy Graham. And so did Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <clears throat> and then there was the Nature Boy before Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yeah. That, that he copied. Yeah, wrestling. I mean, even Nature Boy was kind of doing like a um, classic Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Nature Boy. Woo! Woo! It's crazy to think he got over in the South where his his whole gimmick was like telling poor people how much richer he was than them, like talking shit to him. <laughs> I got my alligator shoes on and I sleep with the finest of ladies, you fucking <laughs> cracker. Yeah, but he also kind of presented himself as like a shit kicker that just got rich. Yeah, that's true. Bit. Yeah, because he was wearing um, ill-tailored suits. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he had his alligator boots on. <laughs> Ah, uh, wrestling can't get can never get enough of it. We'd rather talk about that than something I definitely don't know if you can tell. Yeah, I'd rather just talk about Christmas time in the city. Not really. I'm just trying to really, really hard to like um enjoy Christmas this year because I, I don't have much left. <laughs> <laughs> All I got is Christmas. Yeah, that's uh that's the name of my uh Christmas movie. All I got is Christmas. All I got is Christmas. About yes. a depressed man who's <laughs> at the end of his rope, and all he's yeah. got left is Christmas to look forward to. Yeah, it's not going well. <laughs> it's oh. some pandemic going on. Let's talk about another Christmas movie that didn't go so well. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Oh, no, not exactly. But it isn't over yet. In fact, the ultimate nightmare is about to begin. All over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Hey, you little bastard! All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. (laughs) 
And all he ever got was pain. She was naughty. Now he wants revenge. And this time... Garbage day! He's going to get it. From 1987, the now adult Ricky talks to psychiatrists about how he became a murderer after his brother Billy died, which leads back to Mother Superior. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So it utilizes approximately 40 minutes of archive footage from the original film. Um, I was while I was watching it, I was like, you know what? It's actually it's a better movie than the first movie, right? They present the first movie better, I think, than, than the first movie presented itself. But it's not. It's well, not the, good. F- the first movie is better than the second movie for sure, and it would suck to marathon like the first three movies, right? Because you basically would have to watch the first one again. But having watched them a year apart, I was like, oh, it's cool to see like the highlight reel from the first movie, because like a lot of like the murder stuff in the first movie was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, the actual uh, death scenes are fine. It's all the uh, fluff that's garbage. Yeah, and we didn't have to see any of it. So this movie made the first movie look like fucking Oscar worthy to me. I was like, yeah, that was a good movie, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, there's another hour of bullshit around yeah. that, that that cool 35 minutes? <laughs> if you cut that 40 minutes into the holiday special, maybe you got a good time going. <laughs> Someone get TBS on the phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they'll have to edit it and shit. We won't see Linnea Quigley at all. They'll just blur out her nipples. Oh, they'll do that thing where they put on digital bra, like um, anytime they had to show uh, fucking what was the 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 Verhoeven movie about um the girl from Saved by the Bell being a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> striptease? Yeah, striptease. Have you ever watched it on like TNT or TBS? The like digital? No, no, Showgirls, Showgirls, Showgirls. Yeah, one. striptease yeah. is the Demi Moore one, right? Yeah, that's the more yeah. respected one, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's trash ass one. Fucking Showgirls is awesome. That movie's great. But um, yeah, if you watch it on cable, they'll like digitally impose like uh, bras onto for Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, that's her name. And I like, was gonna have to call her by her by the Bell character, Jesse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but they. I'm uh, so excited. They'll digitally impose like tops on her, and they they look terrible because it's straight up like cartoon. <laughs> it look like a cartoon bras on her. Like, no detail to it or anything either just like a neon smudge <laughs> like maybe you should have just blurred it what are you guys thinking yeah so they can do that with um the linnea quigley scenes uh the director of this one is a man named lee harvey uh he he did some Oswald? no just or lee lee harry actually i apologize oh. <laughs> who cares Sorry. who cares man? who cares um all the same he did some shit called street soldiers and um I feel he like was, I might have seen that. Uh, is it a I, movie he, or a TV show? It is a movie. Yeah. He's also uh, one of the editors for the classic uh, film from our childhood, Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kita son of a bitch You tell him bison, we coming for him. I remember when I was a kid and that movie came out. I thought it was cool how they were able to incorporate all the characters, like, you know, the way they did, like giving them regular ass jobs to fit into the storyline. And then, like, going back, watching it as an adult and a fan of, like, Street Fighter lore, it's like, it's stupid as hell. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Street Fighter only had a story. <laughs> sure it does, man. There's a president in Street Fighter. <laughs> he fights in Street Fighter 
three and five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the 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 flimsy story that there is in Street Fighter the video games is much better than what was presented in the film. Except for uh, 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 M. Bison was amazing. Raul Julia, Raul Julia, Gomez his final, Adams, his final role, or one yeah, of his final so. roles, maybe. I think so. But it will never live up to the uh, animated Street Fighter Two film where you get to see Chun Li in the shower. Oh, I thought you were gonna bring up the USA uh, Cartoon Network, USA Network kids show. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad too. That was. Bad. There was like uh, two Street Fighter cartoons, wasn't there? Or was it there two Mortal Kombat's? There's two Sonic the Hedgehogs. That's for yeah, sure. and they were on at the same time, and they uh, both had Urkel as the voice of Sonic. Man, he was getting those big paychecks. Those big, <laughs> big Sega checks. <laughs> <laughs> the filmmakers for this film said they were paid a dismal amount of money to make the film. Uh, originally, they said... Oh, they it's were, mostly shot in one room, so that's not surprising. Oh, to check it out. Originally, they said they were told to re-edit the first film and pass it off as a sequel. So <laughs> to just, you know, cut around and make it a new movie somehow. Come on. No one even saw the first one. <clears throat> um, luckily, our stalwart director, Lee Harry, stepped in and said uh, he demanded that new film be shot. Uh, he didn't have the budget to create an entirely new story, though. So that's why there's about <clears throat> 40 minutes of recap and 30 minutes of a rampage. And <laughs> what a rampage. The only was, saw, spot I'm not excited about on the rampage is that he sh- didn't shoot a little girl. So last night when I watched it, I was like, oh, it's cool to get see the highlights from the first movie. And then it's like, yeah, a pretty good rampage at the end. This morning, I was like, all right, now I'm going to watch it as I skip through anything that's from the first movie. So basically, just skip the first 45 minutes and you got about, I don't know, 35 minutes of uh, Ricky being crazy. <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> crazy what we're saying you cut these up you got two kind of okay movies yep uh how about the cast uh it doesn't matter in my opinion but (laughs) let's talk about (laughs) eric freeman so um according to lee harry uh eric freeman who plays ricky uh, it came down to him and another actor the other actor had more experience and was a better actor his name is emilio estevez yeah they like freeman's looks better so they chose him which is a good choice because he's a very fit for an 80s man. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's pretty buff for the 80s. That's like when you saw Steve Gutenberg without a shirt on a police academy and you're like, that dude lifts weights. That's crazy for the 80s. <laughs> Especially because they showed everyone else with their shirts off, like getting dressed. And you're like, yep, yeah, those are 80s weaklings. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even look as impressive as Burt Reynolds. Yeah. So uh, Eric Freeman frequently received conflicting direction from the director, Lee Harry, and co-writer Joseph H. Earl. You couldn't tell from his performance, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, Freeman wanted Ricky as a more cold and malevolent killer, and Harry envisioned Ricky more as a wisecracking killer along the lines of Freddy Krueger. Okay. And (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Earl encouraged Freeman to be as over-the-top as possible in his acting. So that's, (laughs) that's why Ricky's eyebrows move up and down 130 times in the film. Someone went through and counted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what your meaning is here. Um, on the commentary track for the DVD release, uh, Lee Harry, the, the director, um, claims that they tried <laughs> Disappeared to... Disappeared halfway through. No, they tried to find Eric Freeman to participate in the commentary, but uh, claimed he is untraceable. And Freeman's current whereabouts remain a mystery. So check this out. Um, the first VHS cult documentary. Guess what it's gonna be? 
The finding of Eric Freeman. <laughs> we we're gonna find Eric Freeman as soon as we get a little. I bit bet of that. he's not that lost. I, I, I bet if I Google him, I can probably find him. No, as soon as we get that quiche, we're gonna find Eric Freeman. <laughs> he's probably got a Twitter. No, we're gonna find him. <laughs> I forgot to check to see if he was easily able to be found. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a real short documentary. <laughs> so we uh, checked out his Twitter. He's in Virginia now. We're gonna go talk to him. It's a 15 minute documentary. You put that shit on YouTube. That's perfect for our first documentary. You got to start somewhere. She, <clears throat> uh, Daryl Gilbo, who plays 15 year old Ricky in a brief scene, was actually 24 at the time of filming. So he's actually uh, three years older than the guy that played adult Ricky. He does look younger. I'll give him that. Well, there's a great scene in the film where he's talking. He goes, oh, father, the, the, the my adopted father, Mr. Rosenberg, died in, uh, five years later. And here I am at the funeral. It's hard on the liquor because <laughs> he looks like he's about 30 years old because he goes, he goes from 10 to 30. Just like Jesus. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, if you can believe it, the film uh, uh, due to the excessive use of uh, footage from the original movie, it was panned critically. <laughs> Even if they didn't, can you, can you imagine if they uh, just tried to make a, a sequel to this movie um, with the same people, same cast, you know, that they have? It wasn't going to be good no matter what. It, the problem is not that they reused footage, it's that they didn't have any ideas. Oh, well, I think I can make a pretty good sequel. And that's why we got to find Eric Freeman <laughs> to make Silent Deadly Night. What are they up to right now? Six? Yeah, it'd be like six, I think. Because they have. Um, these first two that get released onto actually make it to theaters. This one was a limited release in 1987. And then after that, there's like three straight to uh, VHS movies, which one of them has Mickey Rourke in it. Remember, he complained about the first one and then he appeared in the fifth one. I forgot Fuck. about that. Not Mickey Rooney. I mean, yeah, not Mickey. Rourke. Yeah. Mickey Rourke's a tough guy. Mickey Rooney's a hypocrite. <laughs> i'm not knowing mickey rock personally i bet he's a hypocrite too a lot of people are hypocrites yeah maybe but um i guess mickey rock and mickey rooney are the two distinctions of irish americans right we got the tough street streetwise mickey rock who boxed and uh, uh got faceless and was a crazy person and then mickey rooney who's uptight catholic <laughs> well he appeared in something that didn't have five and yeah i mean he's a hypocrite <laughs> I, I said he's an uptight catholic <laughs> implied speaking of catholics you know the scene um with young ricky where he sees the nuns and he's freaking out do you think that's what happens when our dad sees nuns <laughs> i think he just gets the urge to throw snowballs <laughs> god damn nuns penguins <laughs> yeah, i was gonna bring that up too so when ricky sees penguins <laughs> uh on rotten tomatoes it's got 25 percent with critics and only 29 percent with the audience ridiculous also a little high for both I would straight up give this movie like 60%. Like I said, I wouldn't want to watch it back to back with the first one, but a year in between, I was enjoying it. I was like, cool to see the highlights from the first movie, especially Linnea Quigley. And then um, I, I don't mind the, the the Ricky story. It's like bad, but it's fun. <clears throat> but uh, here's what Jason Bally from some website called Flavor Wire, which is stupid. <laughs> I'm from the Flavor Wire. This is Jason Bally or the Flavor Wire. You're coming out you with the flavor noids. Come on, it's flavor time. You trying to guy Fieri? No, I was just, I guess sort of. I was just trying <laughs> to be a, a flavor one time. of those douche on the internet. Oh, I thought you're doing guy. You're doing a little guy Fieri knock. I, I, I don't mean, like time. I don't like guy Fieri. Uh, I don't like his shows. I don't like his aesthetics. I don't really like his personality all that much. But I went to a, a restaurant that was on Dining Drivers and Drives, and it was delicious. 
Also, every time I read a news article about him, he's always like Helping feeding people, people that <laughs> lost yeah. their homes or raising money for a bunch of people that don't have jobs anymore. So I'm trying real hard not to get so mad at him being just a, just an awful douchebag when it comes to aesthetics. Yeah, so I used to um I could I could not stand Guy Fieri because of how he looked and talked and all that sort of stuff. Basically everything you're saying. And then I had a friend who she would um purposely uh, this is a few years ago, back when it was like TiVo or whatever DVR existed. She would purposely like record episodes of Diners, Divins, and Dri- Diners, Drivings, and Dives, and like we'd be hanging out just talking, and she'd like casually put it on. <laughs> she like used to do it every time we hung out. Just slowly slipping it, <laughs> just slowly put on <laughs> fucking Guy Fieri, and I'd be like, Damn, trying to Guy inoculate F- you, Guy Fieri, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Guy Fieri. But yeah, the same thing changed heart over the last few years. I mean, he still dresses like a weirdo. And likes weird like every shit. I don't know every time I read a review from one of his restaurants too, they always makes it seem like he doesn't have good food. But you know, he seems like an, an okay guy. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude, but he's got donkey sauce, right? <laughs> That's isn't a stupid that, name, but isn't it's that what it is? Yeah, donkey he's got sauce. donkey sauce. Yeah, so his restaurant can't be that bad. Yeah, donkey, <laughs> donkey, donkey, made from the the real testicles of a talking donkey. Donkey. Uh, this film was filmed in ten days. What do you think of that? I mean, again, it doesn't show. That's a, a real Robert Rodriguez style filming right there. Yeah, this is grill shit. Kind of an under time and under budget. So uh, the BBFC, which is like the British Broadcasting Film Conjunction or some, I don't know, some uptight British shit, uh, rejected UK video release in 1987 after the distributor refused to edit a double murder scene and shots of a topless woman being killed. So that'd be the Linnea quickly scene, and um, when the two sled guys are killed. <laughs> so that I would just read something today about the British uh, uh, censors getting upset about Gremlins in like 1985. Yeah, that was um, a big thing in the 80s in the Thatcher period in England. Is a lot of these, a lot of the movies we've watched horror wise didn't make it to UK. They're video nasties, what they're called, which is funny, but also very British. Because even the way it's phrased, right? Because you know this, we got the goodies and the baddies and the video. You know what I mean? The, the yeah, British people that was say the, uh, that was the title to Good and Better Ugly. It was the goodies, the baddies, and the nasties. Yeah, I just something some things that are like British nomenclature just sound like so like childish and like gauche to me. Like, ugh, fucking British people. <laughs> they are like you know the worst. Yeah, they're the worst. It's just milk, just <laughs> <laughs> just goddamn fog breathing milk people. Ugh. Uh, they just and they went around the world just stomping on everybody and you fucking. I, yeah, the funniest thing to me is like, hey, we're gonna go around the world and we're gonna fight a bunch of wars over spice and then all our food's gonna be bland. All of it will be boiled. I mean, the, yeah, there's a reason for it, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care about your your war rationings. Yeah, you know, I say, I say, uh, come out, you black and dance. Come out, fight me like a man. That's all I got for the cool facts about the movie. There's barely any cool facts. It's not a very good movie. Um, I I think it's fun just because I like bad movies. Uh, Like I said, if you just watch the first one and you have to watch that shit again, it probably sucks. But I I found myself reminiscing about Last Christmas while watching the highlight reel of the first film. And it's great to see Linnea Quigley seen again. I think it's pretty good. Um, But right now, what I'd like to pitch to you is how Ricky... Barely does anything wrong for most of the movie. Oh, I mean, I have a question for you about like how whether or not we're supposed to be happy that Mother Superior is dead at the end. Because I don't, I'm 
It seems like I should be. Well, here's the thing is they present that final scene in a way like where it's Halloween, right? Where it's like Mother Superior versus Ricky, like Laurie Strode versus uh, Michael Myers. And like maybe you're supposed to they present it. Yeah, I'm not supposed, supposed to be root, rooting root for, for anybody, it. right? But it's, I yeah, when I watch it, I'm just like, yeah, fucking kill the bitch. She sucks. <laughs> she fucking ruined your brother's life. He could have been a normal boy. Well, she's just uh, one of those uptight Catholics I talked about running around ruining kids and shit. It's like, fucking get out of here. Who cares? Um, my pitch to you is uh, all the stuff he tells to the therapist, man, most of it completely understandable. The I mean, first- the murder of the rapist is a little much for me, <laughs> but I, I, I get that's like a, it's fine, you know what I mean? That's the one part that is perfectly okay, but a little over the top. Like, you don't have to run over him that many times. Now, check it out. So he did the right thing. I prefer thing. to strangle a person to death. He did the right thing, killing Takate Eddie, the rapist. You saw it. We all saw yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. He deserved it. Um, next person he kills is the guy beating up the other guy, right? But it, this is the scene where you find out that um, Ricky's actually a crip. He's triggered by the color red. So he's just, <laughs> he's, he's just repping his set, killing that guy because the fucking blood came into his territory. Completely understandable. I've talked about on the podcast before. If you, you're on the streets, you're part of that lifestyle, you can be killed at any time. Tacit agreement. That's just part of the game, right? No yeah, problem. That's Yes, fair. So I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah, maybe you go to prison. Again, it's it, not what but, happened in this situation, but I'll allow it for comedy purposes. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next person he kills, that annoying movie guy. Right? That guy sucked. Everyone wanted him dead. No big deal. Gone. Scum of the earth removed. <laughs> Next up, this fucking chip dude who looks like fucking New Romantics. Just go listen to Duran Duran, you piece of shit. He walks up to... He has the gall to walk up to Ricky with the Ricky and his girl. And he's like, you left me for this guy? Fucking Ricky's a stud. Chip is like fucking a dud, yeah, man. Ch- Ch- chip does look like he, uh, he came out of a Cracker Jack box wet. Man, Chip looks like he sniffs movie theater seats after women get out of him. Well, he absolutely did. He's yeah. waiting around for his ex-girlfriend to leave so he can sniff fallacy. Plus, um, uh, it's awesome when he his eyeballs pop from the electrocution. That's a really cool prop. Oh, All I've, right. Well, what do you feel about Don't you feel that maybe perhaps he should not have killed his girlfriend? Yes. So this is this is the first time he did something wrong is when she goes, uh-oh. <laughs> the most comic uh oh in his yeah uh oh <laughs> and starts running that's so yeah he shouldn't have done that that's the really the only terrible thing he's done up to that point also I forgot to mention the when he kills the blood with the umbrella that's fucking awesome what a great gag <laughs> he puts the umbrella all the way through him and opens it and then it starts to rain <laughs> so which is what you would need an umbrella for. Yeah, so he shouldn't he shouldn't have killed his girlfriend. Absolutely not. You should never you should never kill women. However, he did protect the community after that by killing a cop. <laughs> and then a bunch of random people. Yeah, okay. So he loses a little bit there. He goes a little bit off the rails and he shoots the guy with the jersey on. He looked like he he looked like he's probably a little bit conservative. So, you know, I don't know the guy personally, but the guy in the jersey, he probably deserved to die. Who knows? Uh, the other guy, he didn't separate his uh, his gar- his uh, his regular garbage and his recyclables. So perfectly fine for Ricky to kill him and say, hey, garbage day. <laughs> I feel like Smorty should be like, separate recyclables. Yeah, he gets it. his point. You get it. You get it. So, so far, only person he shouldn't have killed was his girlfriend is what I'm saying. And then finally, 
Well, before, I mean, he kills his mother superior. Obviously, she deserved to die. She's the worst. But no one's arguing that. She kills the therapist. But check out. Here's the problem with the therapist. Once again, if you remember, Ricky's running around saying, cut on Crip. You know what I mean? He's on Crip. He's about it. This guy pulls out a handkerchief. There's a red B on it for Billy. He's a blood. <laughs> he was a, it was an assassination attempt, too. He was, yeah, the, he was there to kill him. 100%. Right. You're right. I got it. So I'm following along. So it was self-defense. Choked him out with the tape. Speaking of that guy's those guys, that guy's tape still only recorded like 15 minutes of audio. That shit was done like lickety split. You notice that <laughs> he kept having to change tapes. Constantly. <laughs> he told one story. That's like that story <laughs> couldn't have taken 70 minutes to tell. That's a 10 minute story. Well, my other question too is uh, that tape is not strong enough to strangle a man. I don't you have to wrap around him so many times. I, I, it doesn't seem feasible to me. Yeah, but there you did see in that one scene where uh, Ricky was really tricky because they cut back to the therapist from his point of view. And you don't see. <laughs> they say, "Oh, I'm right next to you somehow." Yeah, and see, Ricky's tricky. We call him Tricky Ricky. That's his street name with the, the where he's with hanging with the Crips. And, oh, here comes Tricky Ricky. That's what oh, they look out, this Tricky Ricky. So I'm, am I right? Am I right? Ricky's a hero. He's not crazy like his brother. He just you know taking care of business. He's doing it for the streets. He's repping his set. Shouldn't kill his girlfriend though. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're right, you, uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you know, you're like, Meh. <laughs> like, I mean, if you really want to go through it, rapist, yes, fine, kill him. Um, mm-hmm. some other superior, yeah, dead. Um, that's. That's probably about it. Actually. That's probably about it. <laughs> yeah, like, you probably shouldn't kill someone for being annoying in a movie. Like, maybe fight him. Probably don't kill him. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% fight your ex-girlfriend's boyfriend, too, right there. Why the hell is he talking to you like that? That's, like, just me. Yeah. He's p- purposely being confrontational. You should just beat the show. Yeah, like, he was He's a, awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, don't kill him. That's, so this can. goes back to, like, uh, what you said about if you're in the game, um, you get what's coming to you. And this, if you talk shit, you're going to get hit sometimes. Well, yeah, this is, if you overstepped a line, like, fucking, that's it. You you knew what you were doing. Your consequences. These are consequences, okay? <clears throat> I'm not the government. I can kill you if I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably don't kill the boyfriend. Just choke him out or whatever. He starts off good where he's just choking the shit out of him. You probably should just stop there until he passed out. And then when he wakes up, he'd be like, it looks like you pissed yourself. But secretly, when he was passed out, you, you pissed on, on him. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to kick him in the rib once. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to, like, piss on someone after I win a fight. But, like, there's no way. I'd the opportunity's never really presented itself. Well, there's, like, been af- friends around. Yeah. And also, like, after fights have, like, ended, uh, I've been... I've never had the clear head in this or like the the wherewithal to like piss on somebody. Usually your drone's so high you're not just like, all right, time to pee on somebody. <laughs> so I need to somehow in- instinctively train that into my mind. <laughs> well, okay, well that's easy to do. You just gotta make it repetitive. Um, mm-hmm. So when you practice boxing, at the end of it, you piss every yeah. time. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. After a few rounds of the heavy bag, you go piss, and then the next time I get in a fight. I'll have the urge to piss. Right. Naturally, your body will be like, hey, I've been punching for a while. It's time to pee. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> and so your head will be like, oh, yeah, I know what to do. Oh, that's good. Because I, I just drink like a bunch of water bef- next time before I do rounds on a heavy bag. And then eventually I'll have to pee anyways. And then it's perfect. I, this, yeah, it's just like Pavlov's dog. Easily trained. Easily trained. Um, so I'm glad we figured that out. So I, I, I don't mind. Um, 
Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. I will apologize to the audience if you did go ahead and watch it because uh, it is just a recap of the first movie and then 30 minutes of another movie. I want to apologize. Kyle picks these movies. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to apologize. But I still think it's pretty cute. It's pretty fun. It reminded me of Last Christmas. I think it was it was a good choice for me personally, and that's usually why I pick the movies anyways. But uh, what do you think, Mr. Sean? I think... Um... It's the best way to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. Yeah, that's for sure, I think. I kind of want to go back and watch the first one for the missings parts, but like you said, I'm sure I'll be like, ugh, this dumb fluff. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I remember not liking the movie when I watched it and like not liking it a whole lot. And you could probably go back and listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and, and get that impressionation, uh, hopefully. I don't think I present movies uh, I like or don't like differently on the podcast than, than uh, I actually feel. But uh, watching it this time with um, Ricky's little commentary, it seemed like a better movie. Yeah, it just, um, you didn't have to have any of the dumb shit, like where they go visit his grandpa. And you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that scene. The weirdo creep grandpa. <laughs> yeah. So it, the fluff cut out. It's, it seems like the first one's an enjoyable movie. If I recall, I think. I like the first one for what it is, but I like bad movies. But man, it's it seems like a great movie. It cut down to forty minutes. That's what I. That kind of goes back to what we talked about. It's uh, if you cut down these two movies, the, the rampage is kind of fun. The Mother Superior mm-hmm. shit is just like no one cares. Like there's no stakes at all. Like whether Ricky lives or not, or whether Mother Superior lives or not, I just don't care. Oh yeah, like I, there's like yeah. not. I don't care about any characters in the movie or anything that's going on. If you wanted me to care about anybody, then maybe you should have made like maybe he had a chip on his shoulder against Sister Margaret for some fucking reason. Yeah, but that's not what these movies were made to make you care about the characters. These movies were made to like well, yeah, one, to, get from that, one, I feel one like murder you're to the next. Right, but it's the final. At some point, you have like there's no there's no reason to do that. The fucking final again. He just can, should continue doing rampages. Yeah, that was just because they were just copying Halloween. You know what I mean? They weren't thinking about like how it was going to be a coherent story. Why, I'm not excusing. Not, I'm not excusing what not, they did or whatever. But like, yeah, that's that was not on their mind. <laughs> They're just like, let's make a dumb movie. Oh, he should crack wise like uh, Freddy Krueger. You know. Speaking that of that, aside from Garbage Day, let's go over some of his other good lines. You ready? <laughs> there isn't any, but okay. Yeah, there is. He, Santa Claus killed my parents. <laughs> Electricity killed my father. <laughs> um, I don't sleep. Remember that when he's like, do you dream? I don't sleep. And then he asks him, oh, what happened to Billy next? And the mother superior got him a job at the local toy store. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say it like that? (laughs) Uh, Conflicting direction is my guess. And then the best one is at his first line, Ricky's first line in the movie where uh, the the psychiatrist is first talking, starting to talk to him. He's oh, we're going to blah, 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 do this. And his first line, just like Mr. Sean McDonald, he goes, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, we didn't say and die in a fire. Yeah, that's true. Uh, weird thing, though, since the, during the recaps sequences, how does he have baby memories? And how does he have memories that only his brother would have? <laughs> I think he at one point they kind of lampshaded it and Ricky's like, Bobby told me. He told me all of it. And he's got to picture his eyebrows moving a lot when he says that. Uh, uh, oh, he told me the whole story about Santa Claus almost raping mommy. Yeah, I guess it's that's movie magic. 
And the psychologist of the game is like, oh, how do you know this? You weren't even there, you stupid shit. And you're just a little baby. Well, now he goes, you're just a baby. And he's like, how do I remember? Because I was there. Yeah, but like, you're a baby, man. You don't remember that. He wasn't a baby man. He was just a regular baby. (laughs) He was a a baby man. He grew up to be a regular man. A man, man. I've been working on it for close to a year now. I don't know. Occasionally, I just make like electropunk songs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what the name of my electropunk project is going to be? Like, if I ever finish it and put it Billy, on SoundCloud or whatever. Uh, Ricky's Rampaging Raucous Restitution. Uh, no, Bitch Superior, because there's a power. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Bitch <laughs> Superior. That's <laughs> bitch Superior is a badass name, huh? It is. That's, that's, like a, that's, a, that's a band name. Hell yeah, that's a fucking great name for my little electropunk project. Bitch Superior, TM, TM, copyright. No one steal that shit. <laughs> You're here first, we'll sue you. Yeah, I'll get you. It's uh, it's verbal copyright or whatever. Um, then uh, So they have the full Linnea Quigley scene in it. L- great scene to watch. Love to watch Linnea Quigley work. She's the best at what she does. But um, once again, how would Ricky know all this? And then secondly, imagine Ricky recounting the story to the doctor like, Doc, he got a, her tits out. There, there was some titties in this babe. I'm telling you, she was hot and sexually confident. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did my brother rack her. <laughs> <laughs> that's some weird shit, man. Only in movies, right? <laughs> yeah, because that's like the one part. Like, he's, There's no way for him to know that. Because Billy would be dead. He couldn't tell. He wouldn't tell be able to tell him that. No. Maybe he read it in the newspapers. And then he, he pieces it all together and had all the details. That would be my guess. Yeah. You know, I he's guess. Like, yeah, this makes sense. He's just making shit up, maybe. <laughs> and she was hot. <laughs> she would scream Queen Linnea quickly. <laughs> she thought about dead people all the time. Um, so there is uh, a couple little flourishes in the new footage that I like. Like it, the umbrella scene's cool, the um, chip getting exploded is cool. Uh, but when he first gets adopted by the Rosenbergs, who hate Christmas or are, don't they don't celebrate Christmas for some reason? Winks the camera. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they did that in the movie. Like, oh, they got adopted by the Rosenbergs, who aren't interested in Christmas. Wink, wink. <laughs> But um, there's like a home movie montage, which is a nice little stylistic flourish for this movie, you know, a little bit cliche. But in this movie, it's like, whoa, they they, art. They tried something there, huh? (laughs) Uh, Then after he's traumatized by seeing the nuns, he also sees like a red coat or whatever in the window. And then it's uh, Santa's suit and it's a close up of like squibs exploding into the suit. I actually thought that was a pretty cool shot. Eddie, who's such a dreamy pig. Because she's like, Eddie, you're such a pig. <laughs> um, he puts cold beer on her butt cheeks. I thought that was a pretty good prank. He's like, is that cold? <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic prank. Yeah, a pretty Putting good cold, prank. cold soda cans or, or beer cans or any kind of can on various parts of bodies. <laughs> and then uh, obviously Ricky's there being a peeping Tom. And I was thinking about the, pe- the phrase peeping Tom. And then I, for some reason I thought of peeping Sean Thomas. <laughs> and I was like peeping Sean Tom. What if people called you Sean Tom? I don't know. That'd be interesting. It feels like that. I would have to live in a different state for that to be. The yeah, case. that seems like an Oklahoma thing or something, right? Yeah, out in the sticks, I'd be Sean Tom. Yeah, because in um, No Country for Old Men, remember uh, a fucking Two Face. His name is uh, Ed Tom. Everyone calls him Ed Tom. 
It's like, that's fucking weird. What if everyone called you Sean Tom? <laughs> Sean Tom. What's that guy's name? You know, Two-Face K from uh, Men in Black. You know. Yeah, shit. You know, long earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to say Lee Harvey Oswald, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, Lee, uh, long lobes. Call him long lobes. Long lobes. He's long lobes himself. I shall not sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. That's it. Yeah. He had what he had a Lee in his name. Yep. Lee Harvey Jones. Uh also after um, He was also in uh, a movie about JFK that had uh, Lee Harvey Oswald in it. Was he in JFK? That's correct. He was Every, in JFK. Fucking everyone's in JFK. Like if you ever played that game, not necessarily six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but my friends and I used to play a game where it was like get from this movie to this movie. You fucking you could use JFK for so many things. <laughs> it, was a, it was a gateway. Yeah, but yeah, when they kill uh, Takate Eddie, I think he was drinking Takate. Didn't look like it. Yeah, it was Takate. Um, his girlfriend just says thank you and like walks off. But like, they should have come up with like a cover story or something, right? You'd think. He, yeah, I assume she's gonna be like some man came up and ran him over and then ran off or something. Oh, like she'll just go with that. I don't know. Or that's what I would go with. What yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because she doesn't have anything to lose, right? So she doesn't. She's not really thankful then to him because that's enough information that the fucking he should be on the run. <laughs> well, she could. It's just like he's a and he was a black guy. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. That's like what cable guy. There, there's a bunch of black guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the that's the convergence of a couple different news stories from when we were kids, right? The Menendez that's brothers, Menendez brothers, and, and um, then that one mom that like drowned, drowned her, kids. her kids. I was like, yeah. no, a bunch of black guys kidnapped them. Yeah, and the Menendez brothers said it was the Italian mafia. Uh, so the movie, um, even with the forty minutes of extra footage and the the new footage they filmed, still like wasn't really long enough for a theatrical release. It only it was only be like seventy minutes. So they included like a 10 minute credit sequence. <laughs> <laughs> but um they originally they filmed a longer and much more graphic sex scene between Ricky and his girlfriend. And I was thinking 10 minute credits? No, just put that scene in there, right? That 10 minute sex scene. Mm. Um, Ricky getting his dick wet for the first time. Could you imagine if there's like a 10 minute sex scene like all of a sudden there's just like a like, <laughs> you know, fucking full on porn in the middle of this movie? Yeah, in the middle of a movie? That'd be I've um, seen Eyes Wide Shut. Now that would be a cult classic. Man, Eyes Wide Shut is vanilla as fuck. I'm just joking. <laughs> Everyone always brings that shit up and it's like, no, there's just naked people standing around. I don't see shit. Antichrist is better. <laughs> <laughs> see a whole dick. A and whole a, dick, not just a dick. I've at, seen at one point the, the dick ejaculates blood and it's Willem Dafoe's dick. Oh god. And the close-up of a vagina and the scissors cut off the clitoris. Ooh. You've never seen Antichrist? Mm, I don't think so. Well, I remember seeing cutting off an clitoris. When it premiered at Cannes, um, a bunch of people stood up and yelled at Lars von Trier and called him misogynist and threw shit at him. And they were right. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, um, as a, like a piece of um, shock art, I, I do like Antichrist. Oh, sorry, audience. I'm one of those guys. Uh, they know. Yeah. But I mean... They could. They should just left that sex scene in. Ten minutes of credits. No, I'd rather watch ten minutes of awkward movie sex. It was just him playing with a nipple for ten minutes. Well, maybe I don't want to watch that then. 
That sounds pretty boring. <laughs> just pawn at it, flicking it around. Yeah. Really confused by the whole process. Uh, um, did you see at the end of the film, uh, because of the power of muscles, Ricky was able to temporarily withstand a few gunshots? Oh, yeah, he flexed it. Flexed yeah, it flexed, he flexed it so they, it didn't get any of his vital organs. It was caught in the muscle. He's like, Ugh, uh, I believe that's how Superman works. Uh, um. Oh, remember how I said with the name of my electropunk projects to be Bitch Superior? Yes. Uh, um. If I ever perform live, I'm going to do my makeup like Mother Superior Monster Face. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that was my question. I thought she just had a stroke. Yeah, that's what instructs us to your face. <laughs> oh my god, I've been misled. <laughs> yeah, don't ever have a stroke. You turn half wish. Yeah, it's one hundred percent because they couldn't get the same actress, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think when I first saw. It, I was like, did she get mutilated in the first movie? No, they said she had a stroke, but why? Half- why is she growing scales? Half witch. Well, she's also probably made some sort of pact with the devil, right? Oh, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, because usually people that are super uptight about sex and stuff like that are secretly the ones that are um, the most uh, wanting to have sex with the devil. That's always been my experience. You know, how many times I've met someone that's like, oh, sex is gross, and I turn around, they know what they're doing? Having sex with the devil. Mm-hmm. See it every day in my line of work. <laughs> Witch hunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you would see it every day in that case. Well, no, I guess not, because the truth is that's not what most witchcraft is. Hmm. Too bad. Too bad. I, I know. Mean, that's I the only kind of good witchcraft. That's a, I love the demon sex, the demonic sex. If you look through the gallery on my phone of things I've saved from the internet, it would appear possibly that I do like demonic sex. <laughs> Quite a few interesting pictures in there. It's that's, all uh, Michelangelo's early works. <laughs> that's, a <tale> for ne- <laughs> that's a tale for next week. Uh, there's a part of the movie where he's all out of bullets and he's going to commit suicide and the cops are like, no, man, don't do it. You got <laughs> that so was so, they were, I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it's like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Cops they would have they they shot, shot his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. We want to shoot you. Don't do yeah, it. <laughs> they would have melted that fool. <laughs> that was now, so crazy to me. You have so much to live for. You're going to prison for the rest of your life. You have yeah, nothing to live for. Nothing to live for, yeah. If that happened today, too, they'd roll up in a tank, fucking full armor, AKs and shit, melt them. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't They wouldn't uh, roll up on a guy shooting up a neighborhood unless the SWAT team is already there with the tank. Otherwise, yeah. they're sitting at the end of the block waiting for someone else to show up. Yeah, the 80s were a special time. <laughs> that was before um, fucking... Uh, what was that shit where that ended, that oh, Obama ended up putting more money into so that the uh, police could get all leftover military hardware? Was the first George Bush started it? I can't remember what the name of the fucking bill was. Yeah, I know you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of either. Yeah, didn't they get rid of it though, or they tried to? Yeah, they tried to, and then um, Obama put more money in it for some reason. No, this is uh, this is after Obama put more money into it. I remember them trying to get rid of it. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't honestly matter because you know who controls the fucking Senate. Nobody that gives a shit about anybody. Yeah, and that's the way it will remain forever because politicians don't give a shit about anybody. And our entire system is corrupt, so the only way to ever throw it is to get a gun and fight the police. <laughs> they have tanks and shit now. I'm guessing it didn't get overturned because um, the police no, I still didn't. keep getting I don't know crazy shit. Tried. No, no, I know, I, know, I know it didn't get overturned, but I believe they yeah. tried to at some point. Even this is before like 2016, I think. Um, Ugh. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't expect anything of anyone in any position of government to do anything to help anyone. So uh, who cares? 
I'm tired of politics. <laughs> Suck it bad. You can't don't get to be tired of politics because politics is everything. Yeah, I know. I'm so exhausted of it though. With no power. I got no power. It's frustrating. Makes me angry enough to go on a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage day. Garbage day. Local police is what I'll say. Um, yeah, I would only I would only go on a, a rampage against the police. Loyal listeners, don't worry about it. I don't like those guys. Not not a big fan. I guess I'll do it for this week. Uh, rest in power, Fred Hampton. Next week we're gonna watch Gremlins. That doesn't oh. have, doesn't have anything to do with Fred Hampton. I was just thinking about um, uniting the gangs to defeat the police. That's Fred. Hampton. I believe I believe someone is named Fred in Gremlins though, and there might be someone last name Hampton. Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna watch Gremlins. This will be the first um universally praised Christmas film we watched this year. So far we've watched two stinkers, I would say. I I, I don't mind Silent Night, Deadly Night too, but um I'm sure if anyone went out of their way to watch it listening, I'm sure it probably wasn't that enjoyable. <laughs> but next week we'll watch um what is considered a good movie, and it'll be Gremlins. It'll be cute and fun. Joe Dante. Uh Judge Reinhold. And Judge Reinhold's not in, is he? Yeah, he, he is. is too. He's the bank manager. You're right. You don't I remember forgot. that from the clerk scene? Uh, what may I remind you? The judge has never been in a Steven Spielberg movie either. I was in Gremlins. Uh, yes, but not Gremlins too. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, what else? What else? Um, I don't know. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah. I wanna uh, let's uh, let's take a series of uh, of famous Christmas songs and just retool them to be Hanukkah songs. Fairy tale of New York turn it into a Hanukkah song. <laughs> I, it can be done. I can see it. You play with a transformer. I am. How'd you know? I, I know the sound of transforming joints. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have a bumblebee on my desk. Oh, is it like the, the very old one? Yeah, it is. It's like my fidget spinner. Wow! Wow! I like Transformers. I know the sound of I know the trans, sound of Transformer when I hear it. <laughs> uh, all right, VHS Cult. Um, go to VHSCult.com. We have two podcasts now. Uh, they're both garbage, but <laughs> check them out. Um, follow us on Twitter or whatever. Uh, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify. Tell your friends and family. Promote us if you can. Do whatever you can. We need to survive. And um, if still a uh, day watch update, um, Lord of the Rings All Day Slumber Party, hit me up. Uh, probably CalumnyVentureProductions.com. I guess that's it. Anything you'd like to say? Uh, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Merry Christmas. Although it's weeks away at this point, I guess I'll keep saying it because Kyle's going to anyways. I'm just trying uh, really hard to believe in something. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, believe uh, believe in yourselves and uh, believe in believe in me. That means send money, please. Yeah, the only true form of belief is, is money. I was thinking about this, you know, the, all these kids are doing the crazy challenges. You got the Tide Pod challenges, you got your cinnamon challenges. I like to uh, have a send Sean $10 challenge. Damn, that's a pretty risky challenge. I know who, those kids, though, you, who's crazy enough to do it? Who among you is brave enough to take upon this challenge? They're probably <laughs> not, probably not many of you coward Zoomers, you goddamn cowards, you pussies. It's a $10, sorry. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs>